Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bolton eBikes podcast. I am excited because I like to make things, I like to build things, and hopefully, most of you listening already know that. But you also know that most of our e-bikes and parts and components aren't actually made here. They're made overseas in China and Taiwan. And then all those parts and pieces are assembled, either some of it or all of it. But today we're going to talk about something that's made in the U.S. and that we're doing right here. So I've got a guest here who I think this is going to be really interesting because you're all going to learn something behind the scenes of what goes on at Bolton e-bikes and maybe a little bit more. So stay tuned if you want to hear about a product that is made in the U.S. and is going to be released in just a couple of days. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today, Jerilee. You are the guest today. Are you excited? I'm a little nervous. <laughs> That's okay. This is awesome because I have bugged basically everybody here. Everyone. Everyone. You asked everyone. <laughs> and so far, I haven't gotten any takers as far as people who work here to be on the podcast. I've talked to Jessica and Glenn and Jeff and Mark and, it, and it, nobody has like volunteered. They're like, uh, no, you can handle that. That's fine. Because uh, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> and I may have surprised you a little bit by saying, hey, you want to be on the podcast like 30 minutes ago? Yeah. But that's okay. You said yes. That's all that matters. So now you do have a worker on the podcast. Yes. You are the first one. And hopefully not the last. Now, when this episode comes out, you can tell the other guys and Jess can be like, I was on the podcast. Like, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah, maybe I can get Jessica to be on it now, <laughs> now that I've done it. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so Jerry Lee, I don't think, well, I pretty much know nobody who's listening to the podcast has any idea who you are or what you do. So first question, this was a tricky one. Who do you work for? I work for you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that is a this is the right answer. That's a good answer. I have hinted at it. I know some people have seen some machine shop stuff in the background of a lot of videos, but I don't really talk about the machine shop stuff that's going on in the background because we weren't making any e-bike parts on the machines. No, we weren't. This is the first part that you made. Yes. Hopefully it won't be the last. Exactly. Good attitude. I like that. So yes, in the same building where all the bikes are, where all the videos happen, the podcasting, where all of your parts ship from, there is a good chunk of that building that's taken up with a machine shop. And we do a lot of contract parts and things for medical industry and other stuff that I don't need to get into. But the short version is nothing for bicycles or electric bikes at all. And so it didn't make sense to talk about it. And most of that stuff I couldn't show you anyway. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I know. I feel like that was one of the things you were most excited about with what we're working on right now, wasn't it? It was something very different and that you pretty much had to write a program for or get someone else to write a program. And then um, we had to do a lot of tweaks to the program to make it work. Yes, we, we did. We had to do a lot of changes. So. Do you want to tell everybody what we're actually making? Because yeah. you're making it. Let's be honest. I, I'm like, change this, change that. 
show me the next one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back to the program and change it all and come back to you. I'm like, this is the next part. Um, you can tell them what we're making. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a long name. I, I'm coming up with something better, I promise. It is a Bafang freewheel removal tool. So the tool, it's a bike tool, not actually a bike part, but it is a Bafang freewheel removal tool. And if you have a 750 watt or similar Bafang hub motor and you've ever tried to replace the freewheel and that's the set of gears that are screwed onto the motor, you probably ran into a problem where you couldn't get it off. And the reason I wanted to make this tool was one, we had the machines that were capable of doing it. And two, I was just surprised that no one had done it before. Why didn't this already exist? Basically, the way the freewheel's mounted on an existing removal tool, normally it just slides right over the axle of the motor if there is one, or if it's a quick release or something, it would just slide in the middle of the freewheel and it loosens it from the inside. And the problem with the Bafang motors is that's the side where the motor cable comes out and the tool won't fit over the motor plug. And so at first I was like, well, we'll just drill it out a little bit. And then there's a nut that's even bigger than the motor plug that wouldn't fit over it either. And what happened when I first tried this is that I had a, a tool purchased and then drilled out to a bigger size to where it would fit, but then the tool was too thin. So then when you wrench on it hard, it just bends the tool or breaks it. I've seen one other design from another company, Rad Power. I know if, because obviously they need tools like this too. They take an existing freewheel, they cut a notch out of it, and then try and send you like a little piece that goes in the notch so you can slide it over the cable from the side. But I've used ones like that, and I've cut one in half myself. And the problem is, if you have any little gap that's missing, if you crank on it hard enough, eventually something slips, and it just doesn't work. It's not strong enough. No, it's, it's not. And I've actually had probably two or three cases here in the shop where somebody brought in a motor or sent a motor back, and it had a freewheel on it, and it had been on there for a while, and was really tightened down, and I couldn't get it off with all of the tools that we had here and any of these tools I'd bought from anywhere or modified, like you wrench on it to a certain point and then things just start slipping or breaking and it just didn't work. So I took some measurements, looked at the plugs and everything and I was like, it seems like this should be possible that we could make a tool that would work and it's stronger even than just the ones you can buy off the shelf, even not for e-bikes. So what day was that that we tested out the first one? The first one, that was on Friday. Okay, so last week, which I guess by the time this podcast episode comes out, about a week and a half ago, a, yeah. we had the first one off the machine. I guess you could call it a prototype because it worked well enough that we could try it. I asked Glenn, I said, can you go grab that motor? Because I knew we had one recently where the freewheel was stuck was on there. really tight on there. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. That's I tight. was there. Um, That's Glenn, right. I offered you the chance to remove it first, but right. But Glenn was gonna do it, so <laughs> uh, so it actually took both of us, me and Glenn. We had this motor with a freewheel that was so stuck on there that we couldn't get it off before. And I'm like, let's try it on this because if we can get it off this one and the tool doesn't break, <laughs> then that's <laughs> that's a success. And we put a wrench on it. We couldn't get it off. 
because it was stuck on there too big. And this was this was not a small wrench either. I mean, we're talking a pretty good sized crescent wrench on the tool. And the tool was holding up just fine. We just literally couldn't wrench on it hard enough. So then Glenn had to run out into the shop and grab a steel cheater bar. And if you don't know what that is, then obviously you've never had something really, really stuck before. <laughs> Basically, any sort of tube that can extend your wrench longer so you can get more leverage on it. So we had a cheater bar on this thing. So it was probably, I don't know, maybe like two and a half feet or so out. I'm holding on to the wheel and Glenn is wrenching on that. And between the both of us, we finally got it to pop loose. And it was like, awesome. It worked. Got the freewheel off. Now the question is, did we break the tool in the process? <laughs> and we did not break the tool in the process. It was because the one you did bore out and make bigger, that one was totally bent, which I think you yeah. show in your YouTube video. Yes, I saved that one because it's Tuesday today when the episode comes out. Thursday in two days from now, yes, we'll have a video where I show this tool in more detail. And yeah, I'll show you the one that I bent and it's all like lopsided and everything. And it, it won't go over the nut anymore or the plug because it's just too messed up. But this one did not bend. So that was a success. So that was like, finally, all of the hours and days. When did we start? Um, like, <laughs> when did we get the program back from Randy? That's a good question. I mean, we we worked fairly quick on it. It was fairly quick, but it still took like it, two It took weeks, a couple of weeks, couple of I would weeks. say. Yeah, I think you're right. That was a couple of weeks from basically having a program in our hands and having... All the tools to go. Yeah, basically we had all the parts together. So there was probably a month or more of preparation before that of trying to get the design, find the right kind of tools. And we ran into problems finding... Metal. Mm, yes, yes, wanted. we did. I talk about this a little more in detail in some of the, the Bolton Labs videos recently. But basically, I wanted originally to use a hex-shaped steel to make this because you need two flat spots somewhere to put a wrench on. And if you buy a hex-shaped piece of steel, then they're already there. So it's less work and machining time. So I couldn't find a, a hex-shaped piece of steel that was small enough to fit in our machine because we only have a one and 16th inch diameter maximum. And if it goes too small, then basically it's too small for the tool to even work. It just doesn't work. So it was really hard finding anything that was the right size and was a strong enough grade of steel. Cause that was the other thing. I didn't want to just make a tool that worked. I wanted it to be better than any other tool that exists. And so it lasts basically forever. Like you buy one of these once, and as long as you don't lose it, <laughs> it will work on as many free wheels as you dare try it with. So this is something I hope that, you know, a bike shop could work or an e-bike company. And that's something that I think is definitely going to be unique is that we're going to be machining these in hopefully large quantities here. Aren't you looking forward to that? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that way we can wholesale these to other e-bike companies if they choose to buy them and need them. And let's face it, there are a lot of e-bike companies that could use this. And as well, of course, we'll sell them just on the Bolton e-bikes website. But anyway, I, I'm just excited because this is the first thing that we are like making here from raw materials, just 12 foot bars of steel. Do you want to tell them what kind of steel is? You know, all the fun stuff. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Jerry Lee's being too shy, but she's here. This counts for a lot because, like I said, nobody else wanted to be on the podcast with me. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's 4140 steel, which is really hard. It's also hardened. Yes. So it's hardened steel before we even get it. And it has been a little bit of a challenge getting it up and running consistently and fast enough to where it's not fast taking enough. forever. Yeah, that, that was like our main issue and also gave us so it was actually a little stronger in the end. Right. And that's the other thing is that original prototype tool that we used and worked, we didn't stop there. We were like, how can we, one, run this faster because we're not going to be able to make very many of these every day at this speed. And two, how do we make the tool as strong as we possibly can? And so the tools that are coming off the machine and you got today was the first day, right? Today was the first day that it like fully ran by itself. Awesome. So yeah, today, like we're the very first parts coming off of the machine that are going to be basically we'll clean them up, inspect them and start putting them on the shelves ready for sale. This is the very first part that we're making, like I said, from raw materials to a finished product that we're going to sell. And it's completely made here in the United States in Grass Valley, California. And that I'm excited about because there are no e-bikes made in the U.S. at all. There's some parts and pieces here and there, but there's not even all of the parts that I can find to make a complete electric bike. Now, obviously, we didn't help with this tool because it's not a part for an e-bike. It's e not a part for an e-bike. But it's, like Jerry Lee said, it's our first part that we made here in the U.S., but it's definitely not going to be the last. So I'm hopeful that what this tool can do is serve as like, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like an introduction to Bolton e-bikes, U.S. manufacturing, and hopefully the success of this which I really do think it's going to be successful, is going to help us do more projects for electric bikes. And then I don't know what's going to be the next thing that we make on these machines, but we're going to think of something. Have you had any thoughts on that? No. <laughs> You're so busy running the machines. You don't have time to think about that, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So there you have it. We have a, I'm calling it a Bafang freewheel removal tool on this podcast. But by the time it's on our website, I'm going to have a better name. I actually had a thought about this like 20 minutes ago, which, which was basically a few minutes before we started the podcast. Yeah. I was like, what do you name a tool that removes something and goes along with the whole aviation theme of the bikes and everything? And I was like, you know, it would be cool. It's like an extraction device where it's removing a tool and it's pulling something out. I was like, what aircraft? Because I'm always doing aircraft names is pulling things out. So that's, I guess, a hint at where I'm going with the idea. I have a, an idea, but I haven't pinned down exactly which one I'm going to use. But like I said, there's a hint. I'm excited about it. Are you excited about it? I'm excited about it. I know I'm you excited are. for a release date. <laughs> you want to see people buy them, huh? I kind of do. Be exciting, <laughs> all the work going into it and how much time we put on trying to make this tool happen to see. Yeah, I think it's going to be... Like I said, all very exciting. The first one of many. And I think now that we're finally like there with this one, we can move on to the next thing. So I think I have an idea of what that is. I'm not going to spoil that 
on the podcast yet. The people in the Bolton Lab stuff, they kind of know a little bit more about some of the ideas I've teased and what I think might be next. I think we'll be purchasing a little bit more equipment so we can make more things. And we have some other little machines coming. So it'll be lots of fun. But Jerry Lee is the one here behind the machines, behind the scenes, behind the machines. That kind of... Same thing. <laughs> Same, Same thing. thing. <laughs> behind the scenes, behind the machine. Both of those work. There's a saying in there somewhere. So if you buy one of these removal tools, she's the one who's actually made it on the machine. Her eyes are getting all big like, ah, don't come after me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry. These are going to be awesome. The quality is going to be really, really good. But she's in charge of running these things. She's had put a lot of work into actually adjusting the program and is going to be checking these parts, and I think you'll be very, very, very pleased with the quality. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Jerry Lee, for being on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> You're saying it. <laughs> I'm slightly scared to listen. I'm not going to listen to myself on the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be great. Everybody is probably going to be emailing in saying they want to have you back again. Oh, gosh. I highly doubt it, but okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. If, by chance, this is the first episode you've listened to, make sure to go to ebikepodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter. You'll get an email every Tuesday when we release a new episode, and you'll also get some little tidbits of information on other things that are going on at Bolton e-bikes. If we have any new bikes or sales, we might uh, mention a little bit in there on occasion, but primarily, like I said, that is so you get notifications when new podcast episodes come out. And of course, if you are looking for this tool that we have mentioned, if you're listening to this episode the day it came out, you can't quite buy it yet, but we do plan on releasing it in just a couple of days. So if you want to buy one of those, just check back very, very soon. And if this episode is a couple days old, then just go to boltonebikes.com and search for a freewheel tool or check the category drop down for tools and you'll find it right there. Thanks again. And I hope I can talk with you again next Tuesday. Bye.